Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. But let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Ranch Wrangler 239 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit titled, Am I the Arsehole for telling my brother if he's going to be late, don't show up. I, 31 female, and my husband, 29 male, got married a week ago. Yay. I spent two years planning my wedding and everything was great except for my brother's, 36 male, tardiness, with every event he came to. For context, my brother and I don't get along. Never have. I only invited him for my parents. Also, I was adopted, so he's not biologically related to me. He's always late, and in the past, we've had to tell him an event was two hours earlier than it really was, so he would be on time. He was late to my high school and college graduation and missed me walk both times. When I was sending invitations, I put an extra note in his that read as follows. I know mum, dad and I would love for you to attend, but if you're going to be late, don't bother showing up. Your girlfriend and her daughter are welcome to attend with or without you. He called me for the first time in years and cussed me out for the note. I held my ground and said, I would still appreciate him coming to the wedding, but I won't allow him to interrupt the ceremony by being late. He then called my parents and yelled at them as well. They said it was my wedding and they stood by my decision. He came to the wedding, but as he walked in, I was walking down the aisle and walked past me to his seat. I was horrified and embarrassed and mad. I didn't know exactly what I was feeling in the moment, but it was a mixture of things. After the ceremony, my dad and my biological father I've come close with over the years since I met him, both spoke to my brother about how that was inappropriate and rude. My brother didn't care and asked where the bar was. He was forced to leave. Am I the asshole? And then there were some relevant comments which hope he replied and gave extra information. So someone says, why do you still allow him in your life when he's clearly not interested? There's late and then there's walking down the aisle at a wedding. Opie says, it's one of the many reasons we don't get along. He blames me ruining his single kid fantasy because our parents chose to adopt me. My dad is an attorney and heard about my situation when I was six and adopted me. He said I ruined his life. Someone says, did your parents know this? And Opie says, no, I never told them. I don't want to feel like they have to choose between their kids. My brother likes to remind that he's their son. I'm not their daughter. Just some kid they took pity on. But I never saw it that way. Someone says, well, that's his loss. Opie says, thank you. He treats me like this, then asks to use my equipment. I own a cattle ranch when his isn't working. I've never loaned it out because I don't trust it to come back working. He wants to be my brother when he wants to use my shooting range or my four-wheeler. I've never let him onto the ranch. He's never even seen my house. My daughter is afraid of him, honestly. Someone says, why did you invite him at all? Especially if your daughter is afraid of him. Opie says, 
She was only there to be the flower girl. She's autistic and gets overwhelmed easily. So as soon as she was done walking the aisle, she was taken home. I only invited him because my parents said the photos with the whole family would be nice. Someone says, were his girlfriend and child already there or did they walk with him? Opie says they were already seated and it caused a huge argument between them because she called me and apologized after profusely apologizing all night at the reception. My brother also thought my wedding was tacky and hick because the reception was in a barn. Someone says, who made him leave? Opie says, my dad and bio dad. My uncle helped escort him out. Basically, three out of the four most important men. My husband was busy showing me off. Someone says, did you get photos? Opie says he was kicked out before photos were taken and the photographer stopped taking photos when he walked in, so the shots weren't ruined. Information on the honeymoon and moving forward. Opie says my parents are taking my brother out to dinner next weekend to discuss his behavior since my husband and I are on a honeymoon for the next three weeks. We're taking my daughter with us because I don't want to inconvenience my parents or ask one of my, my ranch hand's wives to watch her. We decided on a Disney honeymoon. In my our daughter can have a good time and a Disney cast member can watch her when we want some alone time. I decided to host Christmas at my ranch and told my parents he is not welcome. If he tries to show up, my ranch hands will be taking shifts to security so they and their families can also enjoy the night. They weren't at my wedding. I regret I have. I know all of them, Carter specifically, would have started a fight about it. Now, there was another comment on this one from the Owl Syndicate, two quotes, but he walked in as I was walking down the aisle and walked past me to his seat and said he did that on purpose. The timing is too exact to be an accident. You said in another comment, it's in your personality to care, which is fair, but you are also old enough to learn to set boundaries and stop letting people take advantage of your caring personality. You don't have to care about everyone just because it's your personality to care. Talk to a therapist and they can give you some tips on how to let certain people go and no longer be hurt by them. Not the arsehole. And for myself, I couldn't help but feel the same way that, you know, it seems wild that someone would do that on purpose, but we've seen it time and time again. But the fact that his family was already seated and he decides at that exact moment, if you heard that music, you just wouldn't walk in at that time, would you? But he still decided to do it after being told countless times not to turn up late you know, it it just feels on purpose, especially with the background info as well about him being sort of jealous. I kind of feel like you should tell your parents about it regardless. You know, he's the one who's making these decisions in the end. Monte Burns says, OP, please do not ever feel bad about this. I wound up disinviting my brother the day before the wedding. My mum felt it necessary to ask me at least three times while we we're getting ready if I would change my mind. The answer was no. I almost told her if she didn't stop, she could go with him. Similar to you, I invited him because I knew it would be expected. I thought he could get past our personal shit so his kids could see their grandparents and their cousins, and so my mum and grandma could have a family picture, and the last big event our family will have. To this day, my mum believes I was in the wrong despite him telling me there was no reason anyone should be excited or looking forward to my wedding. That was his nail in the coffin. For what it's worth, I'm proud of you. Despite the bullshit, you seem to have handled this with class and far more grace than I would have. It will run across your mind. It's been over a year for me and you may always have that part of you that wonders. But no, you are not the arsehole. Fuzzy mum says not the arsehole. This is why weddings should have security. Security would have stopped him from entering the church while the procession was going on. Security could have stopped him at all if that was your wish. 
I think he probably deliberately came in and hung around and until you were walking just to mess with you. You know what you need to do. Just ignore him from now on and do not invite him to anything any longer. I find comments like that wild. You know, Reddit was the first time I ever heard of like a wedding needing security and I've seen it countless times now. Is it just because we're seeing the worst in these particular stories or is security at weddings quite a common thing now? But Oka says, the only thing I can see to fault you for, since I understand inviting him to placate your parents, is not recruiting a couple of burly friends to stand at the entrance and keep him out when he showed up late. Or perhaps the door should have been locked before the procession began. It appears he made a point of trampling over every event that focuses to some extent on you. So it should have been anticipated and dealt with more than just a note. By the way, were his girlfriend and child in their seats or did they enter with him? Which we already know they was in their seats. So five days later, OP updates the post and says, as a lot of people in the comments on the original post said, I told my parents everything. How my brother has told me that I ruined his single child fantasy. My parents pitied me and that's why they adopted me. How I'll never be a member of the family, etc. I also told them that if I host any events at home or at the ranch, I will be hosting Christmas this year since I have the space for the whole family, biological and adopted. My brother will not be invited. I do not want him in my life anymore. The event at my wedding was the final straw. It will be civil if we see each other at family functions that I am not hosting, but I will not be in contact with him anymore unless there is an emergency with our parents. My parents support and understand my position. I told them that this is not me making them choose between us and this is just me drawing a line in the sand and setting a boundary. I love my parents. They saved me from a horrible situation and gave me the best life I could have hoped for. If not for them, I wouldn't have my beautiful daughter, wouldn't have met my husband or have my amazing ranch. My ranch hands, Lloyd in particular, said that if my brother ever attempted to come onto the ranch without my knowledge, they would boot him fast. Of course, his wife and daughter are welcome anytime. I want to thank everyone for the support and kind comments and helping me see that he does not treat me like family and I should stop trying to extend the olive branch since he keeps burning it. Absolutely, it's one of those questions, you know, I say it a lot in these stories and what does that person bring to your life? I know cutting people out, for some people it's easy, for other people it's not so easy. So I know it can be difficult to actually make that decision and to enforce those boundaries, but super proud of you for doing so OP. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story does come with an update as well from Lyrically Me from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and says, Am I the Arsehole? 27 female for not wanting to share my final notes with my nursing classmates. Hey all. 
So I'm in an accelerated nursing program. We're set to graduate actually this week, but I'm not doing too well in my med surge class and most likely will not be graduating until April if I have to retake this class. Now, basically for the entire year, there are a few classmates of mine, one in particular, who always ask me to send them my notes for some of the classes to study before an exam. I take a lot of time creating these notes, reading the textbook, watching videos, or sending the professor's lectures. At first, I did not mind sending, until I realized that the majority of the classmates had my notes. The one girl I sent my notes to was sending to other people. Before our last exam, I looked over at a classmate who did not send my notes to, and she had my notes printed out, studying from them before the exam. I didn't mind sharing my notes because I felt as if we were all working together to pass. That was until I started failing MedSurge. I'm hopeful I'm pronouncing that right. I guess there are tips and tricks and resources online that the class has found and are just not sharing with everyone. I feel that way because I feel like I've been helping so many people and I've asked for help but I haven't received it. No one owes me anything and I understand why people don't like to share the resources they have because they might get in trouble or they worry the professor might find it and change the exams but I feel bitter now. We have a final tomorrow and several people have been asking me to send them my notes for our pediatric final. I just don't want to send them because I feel like I've been helping you all year and when I needed help no one responded. People have literally told me they're only passing the class because of my notes. Am I the arsehole? not sharing my notes for the final. Now, I'm a bit out of my league with this kind of stuff. I've got a huge education. I don't understand too much of it, to be fair. But first, I will absolutely say you're not the arsehole for not sharing those notes. And I wonder if you could get yourself in trouble by sharing them as well. As I said, I absolutely don't know. It's just something that popped into my head. And I totally understand, you know, working and studying together probably is a good benefit. But at the same time, just taking someone's notes and using them like that especially when everyone else is taking the piss as well and not helping you out, just don't send them. But Lama No Drama says not the asshole. Nobody's entitled to your notes. And if there are resources that aren't being shared, then there's no benefit to you. Good luck on your exams. Tbay21 says, been there and absolutely not the asshole. You've been very generous. The classmates you share your notes with have no right to share those notes with others. It's a very crappy thing to do because it's not their hard work to just give away. For this reason alone, I wouldn't share anymore. It'd be one thing if you shared your notes with a person and they reciprocated with other resources they heard about or used throughout your coursework. But if you're getting nothing out of this, don't get in the habit of sharing. Once in a while is fine, especially if they had a tragedy in their life or something. Don't feel bad. I assure you they have their own notes and resources that they don't share, but want to use your notes to make sure they have the extra you picked up on. And the majority of the comments went down that path as well. But OP came in with an update and said, Hey all, so I believe it was yesterday that I posted on this group about how I'm currently failing my MedSurge 2 classes, which I still am, lol. Our final for that class isn't until Thursday. There are a couple of girls who usually rely on me to send them notes for our classes before exams, and I never had an issue until I realized that my notes were being sent to people that I didn't send them to. Still, this didn't bother me until I reached out looking for help pertaining to our MedSurge class and everyone is passing except for me. When I reached out, I got very broad responses as to how they are studying and what resources they are using to get good grades. I felt a way about this because I felt like all semester or even all year, I've been kind enough to share my notes before exams for them to study and they've been doing well. 
Now that I need help, no one wanted to help, and I guess they didn't want to jeopardize the resources they had, which is fine. I decided to not share my notes this time around before our pediatrics final. It seems as if people were not reading or even studying for the class. They were only relying on my notes. We took our pediatrics final today and I got a 96. A group of girls who usually use my notes to study failed and three of them even got caught cheating using chat GPT and are now dismissed from the program. Mind you, we only have two more days until the semester is over and we are supposed to be getting pinned for graduation. The final was worth 30% of our grade and a few of them were already sitting around 77%. Failing brought them down to 75, which is passing for my program. I kind of feel bad because I knew they relied on my notes, but I also don't feel bad because I asked for help and no one helped me. Am I the asshole for not giving them my notes? I feel like I let them fail. Actions, consequences, but OK Entertainment said on this one, not the asshole. But how was OP not doing well, yet those who using her notes were doing better? And then she doesn't share her notes. She crushes with 96 and everyone else goes to shit. OP says two different classes. I've always done well in pediatrics. Pediatrics is a class I would share my notes in. I'm not doing well in MedSearch. The ladies I was sharing my notes with for pediatrics are doing well in MedSearch. I asked for studying tips for the MedSearch class since I was helping them with pediatrics. No Albatross says, not the asshole. Getting into nursing school was very competitive. I'm surprised they would jeopardize their program by cheating. I'm also confused how they could be doing well in med surgeon, failing peds and vice versa for the OP as it's literally the same technique. Study notes, read textbook, care plans, clinical, etc. The grade shouldn't variate that much. Ruby says our peds exams are pretty straightforward and it also helps that our professor is a great lecturer who holds study sessions for those who are struggling in certain topics. I join all sessions regardless on how well I think I've grasped the topic. Our MedSearch class is more critical thinking, less of what you actually know. You need to know how to apply the info. Not to throw my professor under the bus, but half of our cohort is failing her class, which is a common trend for her class in particular. Most people have had to use resources like Quizlet or buy simple nursing packages and subscriptions to grasp the material because she doesn't do too well teaching. Keep in mind, this is an accelerated program completed over 11 months. Most of us have no clinical background, so we lack and aren't taught the critical thinking aspect of nursing. Kind of have to teach ourselves. Reb says, quick question. How did they know they used ChatGPT? Opie says our exams are done online through ATI. We take them in our classroom and are proctored or watched by our professors. They walk around and look at our screens. Once a test is started, ATI software basically locks your screen so that you can't defer away from the test to try to use other tabs or look up answers. I guess as our dean was walking around looking at our computer screens, she caught a few of them using ChatGPT. I'm not sure how it works, but I heard it's a small chat box that appears on the screen. I don't think ATI software flags it during exams. I find it absolutely mad that people would try to use AI to get through exams and, and stuff like that. I know, I imagine quite a few people do get away with it, but the absolute risk that you're taking by doing so is mad. Especially the amount of work uh, you have to go through to, to even get to that, get to those exams in the first place. A again, I've seen in these stories many times about how much people have to study and, and how grueling it can be to get into med schools. Again, I don't know the full ins and outs of it and I may be completely wrong there, but it, it does sound quite painful. <laughs>
But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? And let's move to one more story from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. And this story comes from Electrical Trash 373 and says, Am I the Arsehole refusing to give up my extra seat for someone else's toddler on a flight that I paid for because I'm fat? I, 34 female, am obese. I'm actively working towards losing weight and I've made progress, but I'm still obese as of typing this. I'm going over to see my brother and his husband for Christmas across the country. And because I'm fat, I booked an extra seat so everyone can be more comfortable. I know it sucks having to pay for an extra seat, but it is what it is. I know Southwest Airlines has this customer of size policy, but I've had some bad experiences with Southwest even before I was obese, so I wasn't doing that and it's mostly my fault I even got fat. Everything goes smoothly from checking in to security and boarding, at least at first. This woman comes to my row with a boy who appeared to be about a year old. She told me to squeeze into one seat so that her son could sit in the other. She told me, not asked. I told her no and that I paid for this seat for the extra space. She makes a big fuss over it, which got the flight attendant's attention. She told the flight attendant I was stealing the seat from her son. Then I showed my boarding passes, proving that I, in fact, paid for the extra seat. The flight attendant asked me if I could try to squeeze in, but I said no, that I wanted the extra seat I paid for. The boy, who the mum said is 18 months old, was supposed to sit in her lap, so he could just do that. The flight attendant eventually told the mum to put her son in her lap. I got dirty looks and passive-aggressive remarks from her for the entire flight. I do feel a little bad because the boy looked hard to control. So, am I the asshole? Edit, I did not fly SWA. Absolutely not the asshole in this situation. You paid for that seat, is yours. And the absolute entitlement, it just makes me cringe thinking that this person just came up to you and demanded that you move over like that. Ah, God. But the lurky turkey says she's the asshole for not buying a seat for her son and assuming someone else would give up a seat they paid for. Odds are she was hoping there'd be extra seats on the flight so she didn't have to pay and used the lap thing as a loophole. Classic case of you snooze, you lose. Also, sorry, not the arsehole for clarity. Lady Cass says, not the arsehole. You are a little bit of an arsehole to yourself for how apologetic you are in this post about your size. You should always do what you can to be as healthy as you can, but being fat isn't a character flaw or a moral failing. We all have our own challenges in life and you deserve to not be ashamed of your body and yourself, even if you aren't currently meeting your goals. If mum wants an extra seat for her kids, she should have purchased one. She's not entitled to a seat you purchased and you don't need to feel bad for her behavior. Opie responded then, I'm not really apologetic about or ashamed of my body as much as I'm stating a fact. I used to eat unhealthy and didn't exercise. It wasn't until I had a heart attack at 33 that I decided that this couldn't go on. And one more comment from Kachu1 who says, absolutely 100% not the arsehole. You paid for your seat. This woman was trying to steal a free seat for her kid. If it's too hard to have him on her lap, buy a seat for him. It's shite that they even ask you to share or give up your seat. Plus, airlines literally demand larger customers purchase two seats and God knows if you're in one seat and that entitled mum was next to you. The same dirty looks and comments would be the result. She had no right and the plane staff should have shut her down. It's misery dealing with all the judgement when you fly in these crowded planes and everyone acts like you're taking up too much space either way you try to manage it. The crew should realize that shit is sensitive as hell and not join in the bullying, even in terms of trying to compromise. 
That's literally hundreds of dollars she was trying to snatch from you when she chose not to purchase a seat. Oof, I'm mad about this one. You're so not the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do in it? Can't believe that the actual flight attendant asked them as well. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.